You're listening to Real Adventures for Visit Mildura. Unexpected, unforgettable. Start planning and find out for yourself. Visit mildura.com.au. Welcome back. It is now time for our All Aboard segment. Our special guest this morning is Taylor Hunt from Vic Fisheries. He's, of course, the fisheries manager at Victorian Fisheries Authority. Good morning, Taylor. Good morning, fellas. Good to hear from you this morning. Lovely day to be out and about. Now, we love having you on for a myriad of different reasons, but one of the things that we've been really keen to chat to you about uh, is the Macquarie perch, uh, which has been an elusive species significantly under threat, and there's some really exciting um, developments that that you've made at, at fisheries. Absolutely, yes. It's super exciting time for Macquarie perch and for bringing back some of our native fish in our rivers. So this is a species that used to run black in the rivers. They were like the most abundant native fish. Think of, uh, you know, when you see lots of carp around at the moment, you know, when we go back past the 50s, Macquarie perch were everywhere. And unfortunately, they've absolutely copped it from a whole range of different things over time. And there's not many of them left. And they're one of these species that we can breed Murray Cod, we can breed Golden Perch, and we can bring them back. But Macquarie Perch are really finicky, and we haven't been able to breed them in captivity. But we've just landed this really big partnership with a whole heap of different um, partners, like the FRDC and New South Wales Fisheries and the universities. And we are going to crack the code on how to breed Macquarie Perch. And what that's going to do is enable us to restock hundreds of thousands back into our rivers and bring them back as a species that you guys can catch again. So to me, this is like the pinnacle of fisheries management. If we can bring these things back, um, they're, at the moment, they're like the Tasmanian tiger. But uh, you know, I can imagine in five or 10 years' time, they're teeming in our rivers again. And um, yeah, exciting piece of work that we're just about to start. So... Where do you start with something like this? So there's obviously the science that goes into the management of a whole range uh, of different species, um, whether it's introduced species, so trout, for example, that are bred in certain spots and re-released to, um, well, not re-released, but released to you know pr- promote fishing uh, with young fishos. Um, but they're finicky in itself that you you know you can't just put them in a pond and they'll breed. You obviously need flowing water. You can't be recycling the water because the fish can sense it. What's the science behind the Macquarie perch and, and what do you need to learn in order to, I suppose, facilitate the breeding program? Yeah, that's a really good question and it, it, it's sort of key to the whole story. So like you said, we've known how to breed trout for hundreds of years, a couple of hundred years, you know, came over with, um, you know, Europeans and English, we've always known how to breed trout. Murray cod, golden perch, we've learnt how to breed them in the 70s and the 80s. And really that was about keeping them well-conditioned, happy, and then spawning them at the right time of the year. With Macquarie perch, what we find is we bring in broodstock from the wild and the male fish, you know, when, once it becomes breeding time, are ready to go. But the female fish... We bring them out of the wild, they'll breed once, and then we can never keep them in the hatchery happy again, basically. We, there's a gap there that, you know, um, we need to learn how to keep them alive in the hatchery and happy to breed year after year. So the two sort of 
pathways that we're really exploring to do this is one, the nutrition. So feeding the females the right thing so that once spawning time comes around, they're ready to spawn again and we can milk them and, you know, they're ready to go. Uh, and the other thing is using some hormones to get the timing right. So it's pretty technical stuff. And that's why we've got all the universities, basically five universities in Australia, the world experts, and we've even got the Norwegian Institute of Aquaculture Research uh, working with us to crack the code. And yeah, it's those two angles that we're working on, keeping the ladies, the, the female Macquarie perch, happy and healthy in the hatchery and ready to go uh, when spring comes. So hopefully those two pathways will give us a breakthrough. Two questions in one here, Taylor. What happened to them first to make them go to nearly extinction? Extinction, but then you've also got you got well, to line save... up with carp. I'm assuming well, that's what Taylor said off the top. Off the top, there was, is there any other any other elements that's come to that that you've also now got to look at when you release these fish again and you try and save them again and bring them back to the anglers and also to everyone that wants to access them. How do you stop it from happening again? Yeah, yep. So absolutely two things we need to keep an eye on because, you know, if we learn to breed them and then we stock them and they just get hammered again, that's not a good result. So when they, when they really went into decline was a few things. One, we started putting weirs and barriers on all our rivers. So they couldn't, oh, yeah. these populations couldn't connect. Um, and then we did overfish them. Like there are stories of people taking, you know, sugar bags full of fish when they get on their spawning run. So they were, they were hammered. You know, there's stories about them feeding the gold rush people with Macquarie perch. So mm. they were pretty vulnerable at that time. And then the last thing that's really copying in is redfin. You know, everywhere redfin show up, Lake Eildon, we've now got them in Dartmouth. Um, everywhere redfin show up, they hammer the mackers. So the good thing is, I suppose, we now know we're getting around some of the barriers around the state. There's lots of fishways. The habitat's being repaired, but we will have to be really careful about where we put them and don't put them in places where there's redfin because we know those things don't, don't connect. Um, fortunately, there's lots of waters in the northeast, like the Ovens River, the King, the Kiwa, Kajua Creek, where there's not many redfin. And the few fish that we have put in have gone really well and they're starting to come back and, you know, people are seeing them for the first time in a generation. So, um, you know, we know it works. We just need to breed more of them now. And by cracking the code on uh, on this species, yeah, we're going to do it. So, yeah, it sounds super fish nerdy, but <laughs> super super exciting for us. You know, to bring these things back to the rivers for everyone to enjoy again. I think if if people are interested in more than just reading a a Vic Fisheries release, there's a cracking mini documentary. Taylor on YouTube, cracking the code, the story of the Macquarie perch with which with which uh, you guys produced and put together. It's a wonderful little doco around the Macquarie perch and what it takes to breed them, the Snobs Creek hatchery, um, a little bit about Dartmouth and the and the environments which they breed and, and thrive. Yeah, also it is. We were super lucky. We had a great cinematographer from the Geelong region, Jared Board, and he put basically helped us put the story together. And that that's been really helpful to tell the story of Maccas and bring all the funding partners together, like the Fisheries Research Development Corporation and Rex Fishers and the Unis, and 
yeah, now we've got the team. We just need to work together and, uh, and crack the code. So, yeah, check out that little video, though. It, it explains the story far better than I can. Uh, but I am excited to get you guys out catching a macca, you yes. know, in the next five or ten years when they're back in our river system. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, Red, I know you love your freshwater fishing. You <laughs> he are, actually you has gotten gonna, into it. He I'm has tr- gotten into it. it. Yeah, have you got him down the Otways on those on those beautiful little brown that's rainbows? Not a, that's not a good example. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, More inland waterways. I need a tactical. A, got a tactical question here for you, Taylor. Yeah, what, yeah. What are you going to be feeding these Macquarie perch? What do you mean? Yeah, so I need the, to know what he's going to be feeding them. Tactical question, because when they release them, I need to know what they like. <laughs> uh, good, good. I like it. What, I like now, it. what, well, what will it. you be feeding them? So we're with the Deacon guys. They're the experts in this space. We're actually going to give them um, this commercial different fish foods that basically are fed in barramundi and Murray cod aquaculture. But then we're going to spice it up with some of the things that we see in their environment, yeah. like, you know, bogong moths and barty grubs and the insects that, you know, that we know that they come across because they could be the things which, you know, Get them ready basically to crack yeah. it. Yeah. And there's a story about this sugar glider that the zoos, were trying to breed in captivity for years and they couldn't work it out. And then they fed it a nectar that it had in the environment for one specific eucalypt and it just clicked. Yeah. So there's probably something in the environment that they're eating that we are not quite giving them. And that's what this work will, will hope, hopefully uh, lead us to. So, I reckon, yeah, I reckon, fun stuff. I reckon Taylor can bring back the Tassie, Dev, uh, the Tassie Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew you couldn't keep you couldn't keep focused on a specific subject for too long. I, I'm actually I was actually I've listened to every bit of this. I've actually been very intrigued. This is cool. I know and I know how much they pull on a fishing rod too. They go hard. They do. They go. We're going to get you in the fresh, Red. You're going to love it. They're like, like a you know, stronger sort of plastic bag, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Um, Taylor, thank thank you so much for for joining us this morning and chatting about uh, the work that the Vic Fisheries are doing around the Macquarie Perch. But not only that, Redmond, that there's so much that Vic Fisheries do in order to promote fishing uh, throughout Victoria, whether it's the hatchery work, and then you've got the stocking programs that happen right throughout. You know, they generally line up with school holidays, which is wonderful for getting your kids <laughs> yeah, into fishing, 100%. which is which is terrific. Um, Thanks again and for coming as, on this and morning. As I always say as well, Taylor is a very keen wreck angler too. So having people that actually do the fishing, not just the science work and the stuff behind the scenes, it's uh it's that that is what I enjoy the most of because often I'm getting the messages hey, where are the where are they busting up? That's the message I get. <laughs> so Taylor sends that to tell me, me. Tell me your answers, Red. Please. So, so Faith, so no, it is, it is very good to have someone like yourself part of the team there, Taylor. So thank you very wow. much for all the We're hard work lucky. you guys do. We're super lucky, guys. Thanks for all your support. We love how passionate wreck anglers are. And, yeah, we all want the same thing, good fishing. So, yeah, it's cool to work together to uh, to make it happen. So, yeah, thanks again. Taylor Hunt from the Vic Fisheries Authority. For more information, head to vfa.vic.gov.au. It's a wonderful website uh, for more information.